Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Hope everybody's having a great week. Thank you to everybody who's been listening to the show. As a reminder, please download the episode, share it with your colleagues, your like-minded individuals, and keep the conversation going. Don't allow this to go in your ears and it just disappears. Let's talk about it, strengthen your ideas, and make everybody better, including yourself. So today I wanted to talk about the buyer's journey. And I believe it is one thing that we don't necessarily talk about. Sales is a journey. It's not a destination for the buyer. Okay. It's not something that we just put our emphasis on certain things to happen and they're just going to go along with it. By the time the buyer reaches out to you or agrees to do a sit down meeting, Statistics are showing about 53% of the sales process has already happened, which means they've done research on your company. They've done research on you, your product, your service, and your competitors. And the reason why they're setting a meeting is because you're in the right ballpark. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to get the deal. It's just the days of going up to somebody and having a meeting and getting a sales presentation without them knowing anything about you is starting to get slight and starting to get smaller. Now, if you're with a startup or you're in an industry that is evergreen, it's brand new, it's, a, you know, like I said, a startup, that is the opportunity for you to not necessarily know uh, or they won't necessarily know what you have or who you are. So some things can be a mystery, but whenever a buying meeting happens, which is different than just a couple calls, the buying meeting is when the buyer has agreed to sit down because they want to know the nuts and the bolts. They want to know, okay, the old cliches, rubber meets the road. How are they going to make money? How is this going to make them better? And how are they going to have a much better future state? You know, we really think this process is simple. In fact, I believe that sales professionals sometimes oversimplify the buying process. But in reality, the buyer is extremely busy. The buyer has preconceived notions. They have things that they've dealt with, these products or services before, and they've dealt with sales professionals. So those are things that are unknown until you start asking questions. And that's the reason why asking questions and leading with questions, seeking to understand is critical in the buying journey. So when you're talking with the buyer, if you want to close more deals, there are certain things that you can do. Okay. And there's a lot of things in general, but there are four things that you can do that are going to help you close more deals, okay? Number one is have patience. The buyer is working on their timetable, not yours. And so don't think for a second just because you have to get a deal closed by the end of the month, end of the quarter, or end of the year, that the buyer is just going to jump and all of a sudden say yes. That doesn't happen. Number two, ability to lead. You're going to need to lead the prospect. You're going to need to lead the buyer to where they want to go. They're wanting guidance. If they didn't need guidance, they would have purchased this product without you. They're looking for you to lead them. And all the successful sales, pro, uh, sales pros 
know how to do that. They know how to lead the prospect to where they want to go into a much better future state. Number three is clarity of outcomes. There needs to be clear messaging and a clear understanding of what's going to happen once the product or service is adopted into their business. They need to understand the outcomes. They need to understand how to get there. And they need to understand the process of how you, as the sales representative, the sales pro, are going to lead them in that direction. And the last is trust. Do they believe what you are saying? Remember, if you are just trying to pitch people and you can't pull people into your world, they're not going to trust you, which means they're not going to buy from you, no matter how great your product or service is. Because more so than ever, people, when they're buying and they're making buying decisions, they want to know that the person that is behind that product or service is in it for the long haul and will be with them the entire time, or at least in the beginning, to get them started. Those are four things that are needed. Now, is it the only four things? No, because if you have a terrible product, your price is really ridiculously high, then you're not going to be able to do anything. Okay. So there's certain things you can't overcome, but if you want to close more deals and you focus on those four things, you are going to be way ahead of the game because I know this as a business owner. I reached out to a group that had pitched me a while ago and I emailed them and said, I'd like to get started. And they were like, absolutely. Yeah, let's get started. And the reason why is because my buyer's journey was a lot different than their seller's journey. And so you have to understand that if you're out there today and you've got a meeting and you're pitching, understand, put yourself in the shoes of the person that you are selling. If you want to close more deals, understand the business ramifications of who you're selling to and where they are at their current location. It's the PPF method, past, present, future. Where have they been in the past? Where are they today? And where do they want to go? And where are they going in the future? So what you have to do is you need to show them the trajectory. If they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to be in trajectory A future state A. With your product or service, their trajectory now is going to be future B. If future B does not demonstrate with a clear message how it's much better, markedly better than if they just went on their own, they're probably not going to close the deal. So the four things in recap, patience, the ability to lead, clarity, and trust. If you have those four things, you're going to be able to close more deals. Thank you to everybody who's been listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. As, as I mentioned on a previous episode, that April was phenomenal. Blew the numbers out of the water. Uh, 13.5% uh, more downloads than the next highest month to date. So, Thank you so much. And it's only because the awesome audience. So thank you so much. And I appreciate everybody who reaches out. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. Mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. I have mentioned Sales Builder Blueprint is going to be coming out in the next two weeks. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, please reach out to me, Mike at survivingoutsidesales.com. And I can tell you about the details. I've already had almost all 10 slots 
are full for the pre-sale, I might do something for episode 30. I might extend this because um, I have had a lot of people come out with very little advertising. In fact, there's no advertising. I'm just mentioned on the podcast. So I know not everybody is in the market. Not everybody is brand new to sales. Not everybody has had a lot of change. I've got other stuff coming down the pipeline in the near future. So uh, keep your ears uh, perked for that. Thank you so much. As a reminder, just to let you know, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you have because the Surviving Outside Sales podcast is going to seven days a week. I'm going to start dropping episodes on the weekend. So if you're listening, you can do yard work, what have you, and you can listen to all the episodes um, on a Saturday, Sunday, and I'm just going to do every day. And I told you, I'm always about testing. I'm always about trying new things and trying to get a better process. So seven days a week, I had a couple of people say, Hey, why don't you do the weekends? And I said, well, it's just during the week. And they said, well, yeah, but what about every day? And I said, okay, well, let's try every day. Let's see what happens. There's nobody putting out as many podcast episodes, as many content as I am going to do, which is going to be every single day. And let's see what happens. This is a little test for the month of May. I will do this for 90 days. Okay. That's my commitment. I'm gonna do it for 90 days because as I, I practice what I preach, in order to get something, um, in order to test something, um, it is key to try for at least 90 days if you're trying a new process, if you're trying a new system. 90 days is a good benchmark. 30 days is too short. 60 days is not quite there. If you want to know if you have got a new process that is going to work, 90 days is where it's at. So therefore, that is what I'm doing with the podcast is going to be 90 straight days in a row, Monday through Friday, I'm sorry, Monday through Sunday, every single day of the week, including major holidays, I will pre-record them and it'll drop every single day. So please download the episodes, share them, rate on Spotify or Apple that helps with the algorithm and that exposes the uh additional audiences that are looking for help in the sales world. So it's the little things you can do that are free. They don't cost you anything. Go and rate the show on Apple, rate the show on Spotify, leave a review and subscribe. So, you know, every single time the episodes are released and just, so you know, they released every morning at 1am. I don't know when they're released to all of the podcasts, but I do it at 1am so that by six, seven, they're on to all the different feeds. So if people want to listen while they're getting ready, et cetera, they can. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of their day and we'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.